In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace from our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. It's my privilege and my honour to lead this service through this morning. And my name is Chris Russell. I'm the Archbishop of Canterbury's advisor on evangelism and witness. You're welcome here. Here we are in Lambeth Palace Chapel. It's a holy place where God's servants have gathered to pray and to worship for centuries. This Thursday marks the first 11 days of Thy Kingdom Come, it being Ascension Day this Thursday, which runs to Pentecost Sunday. Each year we're invited to join with tens, hundreds of millions of Christians around the world, across all denominations, praying especially for the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives, coming to empower us that we might be effective as witnesses to Jesus Christ in the world. And particularly, we're being asked to consider five friends, members of our family or neighbours or work colleagues that we might pray for who don't know the love of Jesus for themselves, that they may understand and receive the love of Christ and themselves become followers and witnesses to Jesus. So this coming Thursday, May the 26th, is Ascension Day, the day that we celebrate Jesus returning to heaven as King seated on the throne, as Revelation says. We're going to start our worship today by joining together with Pete James and her band, leading an event in Westminster Central Hall a couple of years ago, a Thy Kingdom Come event, and we're going to join by proclaiming Jesus Christ as our King by singing Crown Him with Many Crowns. Yeah. 
Jesus might be king, but we don't always live as if he is, and we don't always speak as if he is, and we don't always think as if he is. And so whenever Christians gather together, it's right that we take some time to allow the Spirit to search our hearts, to bring before God the things that we need to ask his particular forgiveness for. Let's do that now. For seeking to do things in our own strength, rather than wait on your Spirit, Lord, have mercy. For keeping the good news of Jesus Christ to ourselves, Christ, have mercy. For failing to share your peace with this war-torn world, Lord, have mercy. May the Father forgive us by the death of his Son and strengthen us to live in the power of the Spirit all our days. Amen. We tune our ears to hear God's word to us this morning, which Angela, who works for the Coptic Orthodox Archbishop, will read to us now from Acts chapter 16. A reading from Acts chapter 16, verses 9 to 15. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia stood and pleaded with him, saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. Now after he had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go to Macedonia, concluding that the Lord had called us to preach the gospel to them. Therefore, sailing from Troas, we ran a straight course to Sumothrace, and the next day came to Neapolis, and from there to Philippi, which is the foremost city of that part of Macedonia, a colony. And we were staying in that city for some days. And on the Sabbath day, we went out of the city to the riverside, where prayer was customarily made, and we sat down and spoke to the women who met there. Now a certain woman named Lydia heard us. 
She was a seller of purple from the city of Theatira, who worshipped God. The Lord opened her heart to heed the things spoken by Paul. And when she and her household were baptized, she begged us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come to my house and stay. So she persuaded us. Thank you, Angela, for reading for us today. So one of the things that we're going to keep encouraging you to do is to think about five friends, five members of the family, neighbours, work colleagues, who you might be able to pray for that they might come to living faith in Jesus. This is part of Thy Kingdom Come, a, a movement around the world where we, particularly between the days of Ascension and Pentecost, allow the Spirit to come to us that we might be effective in our witness to Jesus. Thy Kingdom Come has been running now for seven years. We've done lots of different things, all of it with the intention of encouraging people to wait on the Spirit, to receive again the empowering of the Spirit for our work as witnesses in this world. In 2019, thousands of us joined in Trafalgar Square to praise God and to, again, pray together for our friends. And we were privileged to have Matt Redman lead us. We're going to join together then in singing a song which we sung on that day in 2019. Blessed be your name in the land that is plentiful, where your streams are abundance flow. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name when I'm found in the desert place.
turn back to praise. Sing every blessing today. Come on. Every blessing you pour out, I'll, I'll turn back to every blessing now. Every blessing you pour out, I'll turn back to praise. And when the darkness, when the darkness closes in, Lord, still I will say, blessed be the name of the One of the essential parts of thy kingdom come has been ecumenical partnership, working and praying with those from other denominations, other traditions. Archbishop Angelos is the Coptic Orthodox Archbishop, and he has been a profound encourager and participant of thy kingdom come, and we are so grateful to him. He's now going to read our reading from the Gospel of John. And get ready for this. He's not going to read it. He's going to chant it. This is part of his tradition in the Orthodox Church. He th hear then the word of God to us from John chapter 14, chanted by Archbishop Angelos. From the Gospel of St. John, may his blessings be with us all. Amen. Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my Father will love him and will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my word, and the word which you hear is not mine but the Father's who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. Not as the world gives do I give it to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You have heard me say to you, I am going away and coming back to you. If you love me, you would rejoice, because I said I am going to the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it comes, that when it does come to pass, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you. You have heard me say to you, I am going away and coming back to you. If you love me, you would rejoice, because I say I am going to the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it comes, that when it does come to pass, you may believe. Thank you so much, Archbishop, for bringing God's word to us. I remember a friend once telling me that he, in his life, the most pivotal moment for him was when he and his family were given 45 minutes notice 
that they had to run for their lives, that they had to pack a case and they had to leave. He was 16 when this happened. I thought of him when I heard the reports and saw the pictures of the devastation of homes in Ukraine. I've always had a home, and so the trauma that there have been to millions of Ukrainians who've had to leave their homes, who've lost their homes in the last four months is really hard for me to comprehend. Imagine having to leave the place that you've called home so swiftly, and then imagine seeing again pictures of it on the news, devastated, torn apart. This is why the images that we have in our reading resonate so deeply with us. We heard Jesus speak about home, about peace that the world cannot give, and that we mustn't be afraid. In a moment in our service, we're going to take time especially to pray for those who have lost their homes, who have, for no absolutely nothing that they've done, have lost all sense of peace, that everything's been taken away from physically. But now let's consider these words of Jesus, what they might mean for us today. On this day, just as we prepare for ascension, running up to Pentecost, let's pray that these words would bring life to us. Let's pray. Loving God, we thank you that the words of Jesus are for us bread. They feed us. We pray now that you would speak your word to us, and by your spirit, you'd enable us to hear you take this word into our hearts and live as if it's true. Amen. The words that Archbishop Angelos read for us are spoken on the night before Jesus dies. It's part of the, some of the richest and deepest teachings that Jesus gives. One of the disciples has just asked Jesus, if he's going to show himself, reveal himself, just to them or to the whole world. And this is his response. This is, if you like, Jesus' plan to reach the whole world. And the plan is simple. Jesus plans to reach the whole world through your life and my life. Through our lives. It's a high-risk strategy, and when I consider the inadequacy of my own witness, I often wonder whether there might not have been a more effective way. But this is God's way. The one who comes to make his home in the world in Jesus comes to make his home in us by his spirit. And I guess it, it makes sense to us in the way that when we consider ourselves about how we came to believe, the most common way that God uses is people being with other people, seeing other people, seeing the difference that the love of God has made to them, seeing their words and their actions. What happens then is that Jesus comes and makes his home in his followers by his spirit. He comes to live his life in us. This home language is throughout scripture. Jesus goes to Matthew's home, he goes to Peter's home, he goes to Zacchaeus's home, in the reading that Angela read, Lydia invites the disciples into her home. In Revelation, do you remember in the letter to the church in Laodicea, we're told that Jesus stands at the door and knocks, that he might come and make home with us. This is for us, you and I, God coming again to us by his Spirit and making his home in us. 
And contrary to what we normally do when we have visitors into our home, when we kind of tidy up or we put things in the cupboard or under the sofa, we don't need to do this with Jesus because he knows it all and he sees it all. In fact, the reason he's coming to us is because of the untidiness. He comes to bring us life. And he does this through the Spirit, who is called in this reading, advocate, helper. God the Holy Spirit coming to us personally that God might bring us his love and Jesus might live his life in us. And when he does this, he brings us peace, not like the world gives peace. Jesus never gives as the world gives. The world always gives expecting something else in return, always with strings attached. Jesus gives, not as the world gives, freely, kindly, no strings attached. Peace to our troubled and afraid hearts. But the reason he comes to make his home with us isn't just to kind of set our internal lives right, but he lives his life in us for the sake of the world. And this is everything that thy kingdom come is about. The Holy Spirit coming to us, not for some personal, private experience, but to live the life of Jesus in us for the sake of other people. Jesus, the man for others, turning me inside out for the sake of the world. In my life, I've had really deep and profound experiences of the love of God in Jesus Christ for me by the Spirit. They've been really beautiful and tangible experiences, powerful experiences. But the Holy Spirit isn't sent to me by the Father for my own sake, but to turn me inside out for others. This is why thy kingdom come begins on Ascension Day. Jesus arrives home in heaven. And you'd have thought that the disciples would be bereft about this. The one they'd been with, the one they knew what he looked like and what it was like to be around him, leaving them. But remember that he says on the same night that he speaks this reading, it is good for you that I'm going away. How could that be the case? It's good because when Jesus was physically in this world, he was, could only be in one place, of course, he could only be in one place physically, only in one location, only with the people he was physically with. But when he ascends to heaven and sends his spirit to us, he can be everywhere and anywhere, in all time, with every person. Not bound by physicality any longer, but coming to each of us and making his home in us. And by his spirit, that's again what he does. And so we pray in this time, come Holy Spirit, come and make your home again, Jesus, in us and live your life in us for the sake of the world. This happened to Lydia in our Acts reading. She heard the good news and she responded because of the work of the Spirit in us. It's happened to me and it's happened to you because the Holy Spirit has worked through others and Jesus has come to make his home in us. We long for what he brings, for the love, the peace, the balm for our troubled hearts, for the deep joy he brings. So by the miracle of grace, let us let our Lord Jesus once again make his home in us by his Spirit, that through us he might call others to open their hearts, to hear him knocking at the door of their hearts, that they may open the door, and that he might come and live, make his home with them. Come, Holy Spirit. Amen.
Archbishop Justin, whose idea Thy Kingdom Come was some eight years ago, is now going to introduce this idea of praying for five people. The best thing anyone can ever do is to become a disciple of Jesus Christ, because when they do so, they discover they're loved by God and that they have an eternal future and all their sins and are forgiven. So as we come towards thy kingdom come between Ascension and Pentecost this year, pick five people that you really care about, pray about all of their lives, everything that matters to them, but pray above all that the Holy Spirit opens their eyes to who Jesus is, because that is the only way they're going to hear the voice of Jesus saying, come and follow me. Has a family member or friend ever actually prayed for you? That has definitely happened before. My mum is a hardcore Christian. If they have, I don't think I know. Yes, many times. I hope so. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Do. They might have done. Not to my knowledge, but that'd be really nice. How do it make you feel? I actually really like it. I think it's really wholesome, like, even if I'm not like very religious myself. It's just really nice for someone to like uh, offer their time and like their thinking space. It makes me feel seen. It makes me feel like wanted and blessed. It's always a nice thing, know. even if it's not for, for a cause or yeah. a reason. When I lived in France, I went blind. This is so, this is so weird. But I went, I went completely blind and I remember my, my family were like texting me like, we're praying for you, like all the time. Exactly. And I wasn't, and now I'm not blind anymore, so I guess maybe it works. Yeah. Loving God, we name before you our five friends. We pray that your Holy Spirit would open their hearts and hands, minds and eyes to the love you have for them in Christ. And that you would give us opportunity to witness to your loving kindness to them, those we come into contact with. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving God, we pray for those who have lost their homes in war and violence, those who have left everything and run for their lives. We pray that you would be with them in their grief and desolation. We name before you those in Ukraine, Yemen, Myanmar, Somalia, South Sudan, Sri Lanka, Congo, Syria, and Northern Nigeria and all those other places. Prosper the hands of those who work for peace and making homes safe. Frustrate those who seek violence and war. Turn the hard hearts of those who bring division into peace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving God, we pray for those who have no place to call their own those who don't know comfort and safety. We thank you for those who work to care for them, provide for them, rehouse in them, and give a different future. We pray for our government and all those with responsibility and power. Give them resolve, courage, and great wisdom to prioritize the needs of most vulnerable. And may your spirit empower your church to be a place where all are welcome, 
Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We join our prayers together in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Thank you so much to Sophie, who led through the Lord's Prayer, and to Norman, who's a chef here at Lambeth Palace, for leading our prayers through. We're now going to have an act of commissioning, where all of us come before God and ask the Lord to send the Spirit to us that we might once again receive an anointing from him that we might be his witnesses. As we wait in silence, make us ready for your coming spirit. As we listen to your word, make us ready for your coming spirit. As we long for you in majesty, make us ready for your coming spirit. As we long for your refreshing, make us ready for your coming spirit. As we long for your renewing, make us ready for your coming spirit. As we long for your equipping, make us ready for your coming spirit. As we long for your empowering, make us ready for your coming spirit. And I invite you to join with me in the Thy Kingdom Come Collect. Almighty God, your ascended Son has sent us into the world to preach the good news of your kingdom. Inspire us with your spirit and fill our hearts with the fire of your love, that all who hear your word may be drawn to you through Jesus Christ our Lord. Lord, bless your world and fill us with your spirit. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you so much for joining today with us in this act of worship. The Thy Kingdom Come resources are all available. You can find them on the website, thykingdomcome.global. There's an app and everything. There's even time for you to order some resources that they might be sent to you, a prayer journal or a novena. But whatever you use, we encourage everyone to pray in their own way. Come, Holy Spirit, come and, come and live your life in us. Come and make your home once again in us, Lord, that you might reach out and call others home with Jesus. We draw this act of worship together in a prayer of blessing that we might be blessed, that God might transform and bless the world. May the love of the Lord Jesus draw you to himself May the power of the Lord Jesus strengthen you in his service. May the joy of the Lord Jesus fill your hearts. And may the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you and those you love and for whom you pray this day and always. Amen. Andy Flanagan is that wonderful mix of worship leader and activist. He served the church wonderfully in these last years by writing songs of praise that engage our heads and our hands and our hearts. He wrote uh, this last song, We're Not Made for the Harbour, and it's been set to a wonderful animation, which I hope you'll enjoy now. 
It's a kind of song that goes round your head, that uh, gets into your heart and then inspires you to action. It's all about the Holy Spirit who comes to inspire us, sent into the world that we might make a difference for Jesus. We sing then our final song, We're Not Made for the Harbour. We are not made Where that heaven crushes earth And this worn world is transformed We are not made for the harbor We are made for the sea Though at times it's wild and cold and dark It's where we're meant to be And launch us out as a fight Though we may be tossed about But your presence in this storm It walls us in, calls us Market sent us out to the fields. Jesus, hope ambassadors. We take no purse for the journey, but take your authority to declare that all is yours. We are not made for the harbor, we are made for the sea. Though at times it's wild and cold and dark, it's where we're Yeah.